0: So, what's going on? How's your back? How's your uh, head? How's your um, work?
1: Back and health? I'm doing pretty well, I want to say. Work? Uh, same old, same old. Uh, so, nothing new there. Sometimes I ask myself, what if something different would happen today?
0: Ha-ha! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Segue. What if Season 2 is now currently streaming on Disney+, Plus? 88% by the critics and 68% by the audience. Pretty harsh, I have to say because it was pretty strong scoring for the first season. It was pretty good, well-received. And I guess people didn't like what they did with C-C2? the second season, I guess, because they, they it did answer some questions that they didn't answer in the first season, like plot holes and that stuff. We'll talk about that. Mm. But let's get into it. <laughs> sure. Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm a Don. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. What if happened, I think, right before New Year's, I believe? Yes, it was actually... They, they, they gave an episode a day.
1: All the way up to New Year's Eve.
0: Right. And they have one episode here that was like, dedicated to Christmas. It was very, it was like a parody, if you will, Die Hard. And then you have recently the season premiere of Echo, which they gave us five episodes in one night. Yeah. And that was great. And then there's other things out there, too. It's just like so much TV, so little time. What was your first initial thoughts on the second season of What If?
1: I feel like What If is like my little nest egg uh, cherry egg. I've always loved the What If comics being that niche kind of situation. What If comics was, always, uh, was never like the hottest commodity to sell off the shelf. It was always like you have that niche fandom that loved the What If. And then mm-hmm. everybody else just walked right past it. And I feel like that's what happened here with season two, at least with the audience. Well, um, well
0: usually in the comics with what if, it's, just, it's like one shots. Exactly. There's no, there's no continuation here in season one and in season two. We have continuations. And yeah. we're following now here is Captain Carter and her relationship with the Watcher.
1: For the most part. Like
0: she's the constant thing that's the same. Mm-hmm. You have something, you know. We 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 come back to her. Well, actually, we start with Nebula in the second in the second season, was as if should, if she joined the Nova Corps, and then she, we see her a little bit later coming in and in, in and out. And again, the, the relationship that they that she and the Watcher have, and he actually says that we don't. I don't do sequels. Yeah, and he's referring right. to her. Yeah, because he, he's going back to have a relationship. She knows when he's there. She can sense him, mm-hmm. and as as well as here, you also have Doctor Strange making a reappearance, but more of like the evil, doc, evil version, who yeah. still cannot let go. It was kind of like Wanda, uh, not WandaVision, but the multiverse of madness. Instead of Wanda, very not similar, letting go, yes. is Stephen Strange still not letting go of losing his love? Well, when you think
1: about it, it, it like that dialogue between him and um and Captain Carter. In that episode, is almost verbatim like to Multiverse Mattis.
0: Which episode?
1: Episode nine, uh, when she, uh, uh, she's trying to talk to him, and you like you can't do this, and they're over the pit, and they're going back and forth, oh, right. Uh, Or when she first meets Kaori, Native American.
0: Oh, the the Native American, which was one of my favorite episodes.
1: Before I go into the episodes, uh, the other thing I was going to say is like, I kind the way this ended, I kind of wished they did What If before they did Loki season two. I just think it would have tied a little bit better.
0: Yeah, because the thing is, Loki is now the king of, not the king of stories. He's the god of stories. He's like the janitor and of the
1: multiverse. Is It's a lack of a better term. There's an actual t- Loki? Loki. Yeah. There is an actual character. He's the janitor? That- <laughs> there is a character oh if he, if that he maintains that. What, the multiverse. What,
0: what, uh, and- <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it would be great. I mean, you have Loki make an appearance here, uh, especially with a 1602 episode. Which was great because that was a storyline. I did like that version itself. <laughs> I never, I never read the comic book, but I did like, I did enjoy the the, the episode here because, yeah. because, again, since I didn't read the, I never read this the the mini series. It was kind of cool to see what they did here, um, and I do like that they a lot of actors that Reprise. did the live action portrayals. They did the voiceovers. Of course, you have some people who didn't like. Tony Stark was done by a different guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, steve rogers was different though one uh, black widow was done by a different actress all that stuff i don't know why they won't do it it's weird like almost everyone else would will, will reprise what it's like for them like, it's like i think it's like a contractual done, done. thing
1: like 100%. payments and stuff like that sometimes it's just cheaper yeah and but easier. i mean
0: the thing is how long does it take to do a voice you can do a, you can do voiceover at the comfort of your home now but yes, and I still love the animation style here. It it reminds it really me of good. Max Flesher's Superman back in the day. It has that appeal, it has that style. Um, it's like a mixture of of CGI and animation. Mm-hmm. With, I enjoy this season a lot. The the ratings that they gave on, on Rotten Tomatoes is like, in my opinion, harsh. I mean, even on
1: IMDB, like the ratings there is like pretty par with what they did for season one for the most part like average wise like 60 something right. for the
0: rotten tomatoes from the audience that's pretty harsh i know but in this in, this, in comparison to season one 94 by the critics and 92 by the audience and i'm like season two is pretty damn good too because again like we have continuation stories with like i said tony stark and gomore how they mm-hmm. met up because in the first season we see them together and we're like wait a minute hold up how does this happen? Where are they how does go because we saw the
1: origin story of all the characters but Gamora in season 1
0: right and Tony Stark and it says how they became friends or True. how they team up and how does she get Thanos' armor and weapon correct but then we be in this season we get that answer and we also see here Captain Carter fighting the not the stormtrooper um not the Ironmonger, but uh, hydra stomper yes hydra stomper no the it's hydra the hydra stomper,
1: stomper. But right? like and it's like it, the in this version, it's like the crossover between Winter Soldier Hydra Stomper,
0: right? And 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 is and is controlled by the Red Room. Yes, which Black Widow said that she originally dismantled, but then it, it, it resurfaced. I mean, we see a, at the end of season one. It was like a end credit scene where Captain Carter sees the uh, the stomp uh, Hydra Stomper. True, mm-hmm. that's where it ends, and then we get to the episode where it continues. So. It's like the again, a sequel as the watcher admitted. And mm-hmm. I do like that again in this season, you have the watcher freak out for a moment. He's like, because what the he's hell? like all calm. Con- I know. <laughs> and the floor uh, takes away, uh, takes Captain Carter to where she goes into 1602. I mean, I think I would be more bored if they did one shots because again, like what we missed on with what ifs comics like oh what happens here what happens there
1: i can say yes and no to that because like i remember like the episode happy hogan saves christmas that could have been a one shot and you were you both you and i were watching that show episode and just dying laughing
0: oh no but there are there, i mean these, these episodes are pretty much one shots there are some that continue that mm-hmm. crossover like you still have happy hogan even though it's a one shot about that but in the sixteen oh two episode, it ties that he, to It It tries that to it, but also again in the final episode, yes. where Doctor Strange is fighting and all this stuff, that he comes back into. Would that be called the Red Hulk, or was he? What would he be called? What is that? What what creature was he?
1: Well, they consider it as a Hulk. Like most turned well, yeah. gamma is a Hulk type, but mm-hmm. he didn't get like a code name.
0: Do you? Have a favorite episode because it's kind of hard. Like for me, I I'm gonna have a soft spot for the Happy Hogan episode. I have a
1: soft spot for that. That was actually one of my favorite episodes because it I like just watched Die Hard. It was perfectly timed for Christmas and it had a lot of great moments, a lot of good voice actors were in it. Oh, I, like, Sam
0: Rockwell. He comes exactly. back. Exactly. I love him as hammer. Role. Oh no, he's great. He needs his own series. I hope, I hope, he's in the live-action Armor Wars with Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. It, it, will, it will be phenomenal if he does because he needs to have. He needs to come back.
1: I would say Happy H- Hogan saved Christmas. Uh, that's probably one of the lowest reviewed uh, episodes on IMDb. That's it's a what? Yeah, it's got like on IMDb they have their own rating system, and it's like right. Is that six point eight?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't get, get it. it well,
1: but uh, if if I couldn't choose, Happy Saves Christmas, I would choose What if Hella Found the Ten Rings? That to me was actually a really good episode too. Plus, I, I love this. St- for uh, me, I, I, I like, like the fighting.
0: Yes, the fighting was really good, but it was pretty much Shang-Chi in yeah, a yeah. sense of like there
1: was a where you you see a lot of the references from the previous films that they did. Well, in yeah, these it was. I mean,
0: it's clear that like, it's like how like Happy Hogan Saves Christmas is like a parody or a take on Die Hard, mm-hmm. where Hella uh, found the Ten Rings is a retelling or a parody of Thor's original movie, the first one. Meets Shang-Chi. and, and Shang-Chi together combined. Mm-hmm. But you can't help it by like the first three two two quarters, excuse me, is the Thor movie or premise. True, 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 true. Oh, and speaks into the helmet, like he spoke into the hammer, and he breaks the hammer the same way that Hela broke the hammer in, yeah. in Ragnarok. So I was like, hello. and But then how she learns like Tai Chi, the soft way, and just mm-hmm. like how Shang-Chi learned the but soft But she
1: way. also has that moment where she tries to take back her helmet, and she can't, just like Thor did. Right, and couldn't take just, like hammer. Thwarted,
0: yeah. I do like that, 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 that pig, whatever that freakish thing is.
1: That's also from Shang-Chi.
0: No, I know. But it would have been nice if if uh, Peng, uh, Ben Kingsley's character was there, even though the time frame. Yeah,
1: different. it would would have matched, but the the fact that she's like, I don't know if I'm talking to your posterior or your face.
0: <laughs> right. What about for you? Uh, what was a really good episode for you? I like uh, what if Koori uh, reshaped the world.
1: I, I felt like that was the like, the one episode like mom should watch this. Like, yes, mom would love to yes. watch it and. That's the entire episode is uh, one of those episodes you have to completely focus because it's all subtitled. There's like, we're not going to, well, except for like, you the know, anime. there is a there oh, is no? an English version. I, I watched it in the, the the original dubbing.
0: Me too. But the thing is, that they, they had that option for you. Oh. If you don't want to do the subtitles, they have an episode just in English, but I prefer which would be good for the kids. Of course. Corey mm-hmm. from the comics. I don't know her. I was. I was wondering. I didn't, wondering if I didn't know if she, she is a comic character. If she she isn't, why have her there?
1: I mean, maybe she's a completely original character.
0: Maybe, but I was thinking. I was thinking if she was, if she was tied into Echo, like I said earlier, because Echo is a Native American and Hispanic mix character. Oh, this I, one right now.
1: I'll tell you right now. I just went to, granted, it's Marvel Wiki page, it's like marvelfandom.com, but the only reference to uh, Kaori is off of Marvel Future Fight and a What If show. So, other than that, she's completely original.
0: And didn't need to be then. I mean, but you, you but like I, the episode,
1: I, I, so you can't say did, nothing too I, negative I, about I feel that. Like,
0: well, no, I, I mean, I can if I don't know about it. I mean, I just like the episode because how it was presented. And also with um, Hella. And the ten rings that you know they had. The, a lot of it was in Chinese. So it was it, was a, it Mandarin
1: was, or Cantonese? I think it was Mandarin. But
0: it's still Chinese, bro. I mean, there's dialects and whatnot, but okay. Know, true. But I'm saying it's Chinese. Yeah, I'm not wrong with that. What about least favorite? Be
1: the Peter Quill attacks
0: Earth uh, um, with yonah I did like Nebula joining the Nova Corps. I liked it in the way how presented. It was like very noir. True. And how kind of Blade Runner like, how right Blade Runner and it had Howard the Duck. And, I, and one of my favorite lines from the episode is when Howard Duck calls for his posse Hey, rock, paper, scissors, let's go! Because <laughs> you have Cork, mm-hmm. you have Cork, who was rock, and you have the two other ones who were like, One had, I guess he had like scissors or claws they make he called them scissors and i think that was meek yeah and the other one i don't know who i can't remember who the paper character was Groot. oh that's right paper wood yeah so yes there you go so so i enjoyed that and i enjoyed some of the humor in there and cork played by uh uh, taika Waititi, he also brought in where he's with uh um, the story with gamora and tony stark he's like his nemesis is paper he brings that reference Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was good. And you have uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Again, reprising the role. He was awesome in that. And that character is just so freaky. that like, he's just so. Wait, it's not. I don't want to say Even when sexual. his character
1: is supposed to be, yes yeah, kind of sexual. Like, even when but he no, dies, it's he's like, like, ooh, I'm turning into goo. And like, look at me. I'm going a little slimy.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I'm not sure if sexual is the right word for it. I think it's another word for it. Erogenous? like, yes, there you go. And <laughs> I was like, holy crap, I'm I'm uncomfortable with this cartoon right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you with a Peter Quill overall, as so it was a weaker episode. Do you have a favorite moment?
1: Hammer stealing the show in episode three was just wild to me. One of my favorite moments was like Loki in 1602 doing mm-hmm. the Shakespearean, and then uh, mm-hmm. she throws an insult at Thor. It's like, you're almost as melodramatic as your brother. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Favorite character was Hammer out of yes. everything. Hammer was awesome. I just I just love that interpretation of him with Sam Rockwell, how what he brings to it, even in animation. Yeah. My favorite moment was Lori when she's chasing the I guess the buffalo, if you will. You wanna call him that, and she collects all the stones. And she's chasing she's like the flash. Oh uh,
1: oh okay. Uh you
0: talk about the the final episode. No, that the final episode oh, was the flash running oh, around. But when, when, but when uh, her episode when she's she's trying to figure out her new power and she's in the, the other world, world that she's in. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, um, John Carter, where the guy yeah. goes into like, John Mars. Carter goes to Mars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's well, this called? John Carter. It doesn't call it. It's not John Carter goes to Mars. It's just called John Carter. Yeah. It's from the book, uh-huh. but I'm just saying it's like that. it go a, a stranger in a strange land, but then it's like, has all these strengths, but not just her, the whole tribe, everyone who went through that world. Yeah. And then she's, fight, then they, they had to fight the conquistadors. So that was a great that was great.
1: It was a good tie. Yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. good storyline. Who was,
0: who was the voice of the of the conquistador? Clancy Brown? Oh no, Clancy no, he, Brown was Sophur. Surter. Surter. Oh, yes God, I'm, 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 Conquistador
1: uh Zolo was Gabriel Romero.
0: Oh my, he was awesome too. But I think for this season, it that the the scores need to be definitely higher. 88 by the critics, 68 by the audience. I would accept eighty eight, but 68? Come on, guys. You're being too harsh on something that we wanted answers for. They gave us answers. Mm-hmm. There is going to be a season three. I like the part where, you know, the parody of Die Hard, the parody of the Thor and Shang-Chi mixed into it, also with the Winter Soldier and Black Widow, because that's what they did here. That they, they took a lot of stories that we're already familiar with and combined it into one episode. and making it. Maybe that's what it is, too. Maybe that's why the score is a little bit, because it's not so much originality. As it was in the first one.
1: Although the first episode was very original to me, in my opinion, Nebula joining the Nova Corps—I thought that was very original.
0: Yeah, but that's only one.
1: Yeah. Well, and then uh, you have you
0: have uh, Corey. That was original too. But then everything else is pretty much same characters blending in, blah blah blah. You know. I also do like the final fight scene with Captain Carter, Corey, and with Doctor Strange.
1: Oh, her outfit when she got all the the weapons and the, the stones. Yo, if that's not a new Marvel Legends figure,
0: I'd be surprised. Right. And then she was, no, she's worthy. She Mm -hmm. has the Molinier. Out of the series, Loki is awesome. Yes. Live action. That's number one. And for animation. This is number one for animation. Well, I mean, like, (laughs) granted, there's not many
1: Marvel animations out there in general.
0: Well, that's pretty much the kids' ones. It's like really young kids' version.
1: Yeah. But I'm talking about in general, like, The quantity, it's not like uh, DC. DC has tons of animations where Marvel's like, we're very few and sparing. There's Spider-Man.
0: Series-wise, in the sense of the Mm -hmm. MCU-related, yeah. But I enjoy the series. I think this is a great add-on to what they have already. I kind of like the release schedule that they did daily. It's better than waiting a week or have to binge in one shot. I know people gave their review like seconds after the episodes were done. They gave a whole review. I was like, and I can't do that. You can't do that. We work. Yeah. We have nine to five jobs. So we you know we do this, this for the love of it. I don't know how they do it. They have all the editing. Lucky dogs. <laughs> all right, guys, that is our marvelous review of the second season of What If. Have you seen it? What was your favorite episode or favorite moment? Let us know in the description below, as well as let us know if you have a show or movie you would like us to review. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel.
1: I'm Adan. Love you, bro. Love you, too.